Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Today, Andrew continues his teaching on who God is and who we are, recorded live from the 2019 Grace and Faith Conference in Telford, England. You need to recognize that you were an absolute mess before Jesus saved you. Apart from God's influence in your life, you just don't realize how perfect God created us to be. And now, here's Andrew. You can know God by your spirit better than if you were to know Him in the natural. I wish I had better words to say this. You have to get this by revelation. But you can know God through the Spirit better than if you know Him in your physical, natural means by seeing, hearing, touching, things like that. You know, when the movie, The Passion of the Christ came out, I had one of my friends tell me that he went and saw that and it just totally shattered his life. He said he'd never be the same. He says it made the crucifixion come so alive and everything, and so he encouraged me to go see it. So I went and saw it, and I was anticipating this life-changing encounter with the Lord when I saw that movie. And when I saw it, I'm not critical of Mel Gibson at all. I mean, all he could do, you know, you're limited when you're using physical things, when you're only looking and hearing. You're limited with that. So I'm not critical of him. I believe he did a great job showing the crucifixion of Jesus. But when I was watching that, I was actually disappointed because all it could do was it could only depict so much. And as I was watching that, I was thinking, God, this, what I know, what I've seen in my heart is so much more real. It's so much greater than what I'm seeing with my eyes and hearing with my ears. And I was actually disappointed. And I was thinking, what's wrong with me? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he says, you have known me by the Spirit. My Spirit has revealed to you through the Word of God things like, for instance, the Scripture over in Isaiah chapter 52 verse 14 says that his face was marred more than any man that has ever lived on the earth. Mel Gibson in that movie didn't depict that. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad as what the scripture says. And it goes on to say that his form was so marred that he didn't even look human. In that movie, he still looked like a human being that had been brutalized, but he still looked human. The Bible says he didn't even look human. And I believe that's because every sickness and every disease, every tumor, every deformity that has ever happened in the human race all entered into the body of Jesus and his body was so brutalized, he didn't even look human hanging on the cross. And through the word, I've seen these things. And what I was seeing in that movie wasn't as graphic. It wasn't as real to me as what I had seen by my heart. And the Lord spoke to me and he says, I've revealed it to you by the spirit. And seeing by the spirit is actually better than seeing with your physical eyes. Most people don't get this. Most people don't know that there's any other way to see. But you can see things with your heart. 
And this is what it's saying. These disciples that were there on that lake, they didn't recognize him in the flesh. You can't perceive spiritual things with physical, natural means. And they were used to just going by what they you know, could see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. They didn't know how to live out of their spirit. And they had to accept by faith that it was Jesus. Let me show you another passage that makes this even clearer, I believe, is over in Matthew chapter 28. And this is right before Jesus was caught up into heaven. Uh, verses 19 and 20 are what we call the Great Commission. And Jesus spoke this. And then according to Acts chapter 1, he was caught up into heaven. So this is some, the, the very last time that his disciples had ever seen him. And look at this in Matthew chapter 28 and in verse 16, it says, then the 11 disciples, of course, Judas had hung himself. So there was only 11 disciples left. They went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Some of who? Some of these 11 disciples, the people that spent three and a half years with him day and night for three and a half years, some of these people doubted that this was really Jesus. This is phenomenal. This is amazing to me. They were looking at him right in the face. They were right there and they doubted that this was really Jesus raised from the dead because you can't perceive spiritual things with your physical, natural mind. And on the positive side of this, you can perceive spiritual things when you operate by faith and live out of your spirit. You can actually see better with your heart than you can see with your eyes. And this is just, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't just a little weird or strange. This is like, uh, totally contrary to what most people think. But you have an ability to know things by your heart, by your spirit that goes far beyond your physical ability. I bet you every person in here at one time or another has faced a decision and you prayed and asked God for leadership and you went ahead and went with just, you know, carnal wisdom. It looked like this was the wise thing to do, but you didn't feel good about it in your heart, you went ahead and did it. And as soon as it turned into a disaster, I bet you every person in there said, I knew I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> you know what that was? You know things by the spirit. And yet we have been taught to reject all of that. But you can know things by the spirit better than you can know it by your physical eyes. You have to get to where you perceive who you are. And the way you do that is the word of God. The Word of God paints a picture of who you are and you have to get to where you go by what the Word of God says more than by your physical senses. You know, I've used this example before, but I'm going to use it again because it, it's a classic for me. But we were holding a meeting. There was about two or 300 people present. It was an invitation for people to come to Karis Bible College. And we were in a service and I was, there was an aisle like this and I was sitting on the aisle seat right here and over on that side, there were these double doors and we were worshiping the Lord and Jamie was leading us and singing hallelujah. And I mean, it was a manifest presence of the Lord. It was just powerful. 
and I had my eyes closed. And as my eyes were closed, I saw those two doors over there just fling open like this. I mean, violently come open and they hit against the wall and then the closers on it, they just closed real slowly. And Jesus walked through that door and stood in front of those doors and then they closed behind him. And then he walked over and there were two women over here that I knew and he walked over and touched one on the head and she just fell face first on the ground with her arms spread out like this. And then she, he skipped two people and touched this next woman and she fell on her knees and put her hands up like this. And what I was seeing in my heart, I wasn't seeing this with my eyes. It wasn't an open vision. It was impressions. It was, it, it was pictures. I was seeing things in my heart. It was so real to me that I opened up my eyes to see what was going on. And as soon as I opened my eyes, those doors just wham, flew open like this, but there was nobody there. And then they closed and I, I couldn't see Jesus. I couldn't see anything in the flesh, but I saw the physical results of what was happening in the spirit and those doors closed. And then I kept watching and that first woman just fell down, spread eagle on the ground, worshiping the Lord. Two people down, the other woman hit her knees and lifted her hands up. And did you know everything that I was seeing in my heart, I could see it in the physical with my eyes, except I could only see what was happening in the physical. I could see the way people were responding to it. I could see the doors, the way that they opened, but I couldn't see Jesus. I couldn't see the spiritual part, but I could see the physical results of it. And what I was seeing in my heart was so real that I actually closed my eyes because I could see better with my heart than I could see with my eyes. And I saw the Lord come over and he spoke some things to me and then he just zigzagged down this aisle like this, touching people and speaking to them. And I was facing forward, so I didn't actually know who was back there and where they were sitting. But in my heart, I saw him walk back and talk to people. And so after the service was over, I just went up to people and I said, so what happened to you? And they would say exactly what I heard the Lord tell them. And I was hearing and seeing all of this. And brothers and sisters, this is what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, that we walk by faith and not by sight. It's saying that's normal for the believer. We should be walking by faith and not by sight. And yet the fact is most Christians are walking exclusively by sight and not by faith. Faith is the exception rather than the rule, but it's not meant to be that way. Did you know that John, when he laid on Jesus' breast at the Last Supper, did you know that that was the glory of God inside of Jesus, but it was hidden? His flesh actually hid who Jesus was. There's people that say, I wished I'd have been one of the disciples. I wished I'd have been there when Lazarus was raised from the dead, when Jesus performed all the miracles, then I'd have believed. Did you know it's easier to believe now than if you had have been one of Jesus' disciples because his flesh would have been a hindrance to you. You would have known him after the flesh. Now we have to know him by the spirit. It's actually easier to picture Jesus sitting on the right hand of God now than it was for them to picture that. When, when John laid upon his breast, that was the glory of God, but he couldn't see it. He was only knowing Jesus after the flesh. 
When Jesus appeared unto John in Revelation chapter 1, and it says that his eyes were like flames of fire, his feet were like uh, polished brass and a furnace, his voice was like the voice of many waters and stuff. Did you know that that's the same Jesus? It's just that the veil, the physical body was gone. Now he was seeing that glory that was there all the time. If John would have really been able to perceive who Jesus was at the Last Supper, it, it would have overwhelmed him the same way that it did in Revelation chapter 1. But he was only knowing him by the flesh. And this is what happens to so many Christians is that they are only using their sense knowledge, trying to understand that God is with them. But God is with you all of the time and you have to know it by the Spirit. You can't wait on just physical feelings and emotions and tangible things to prove it to you. You got to take the, the record that is given in Scripture and just believe it. But God is with you. God is in you. And you have to just by faith perceive this. You have to walk by faith. In uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you compare this with what happened to Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve were walking by the spirit. They were living in the spirit realm. We were created to be spirit beings. I believe that when we were originally created, we didn't have just five senses, we had six senses. That sixth sense was faith. We could see with our heart. We could hear with our heart. And when they heard God walking in the garden in the cool of the evening, it's possible that that was physical, but it's also possible that they were just operating in the spirit because they were so spirit led that when they sinned in Genesis chapter three, verse six is when they ate of the tree. And then verse seven says their eyes were opened and that they knew they were naked. And I've heard people before say that before they sinned against God, they were clothed with the righteousness of God. They had a, a spiritual robe over them. And when they sinned, they lost that and they became naked. But if you read in Genesis chapter two, I believe it's verse 25, the last verse of Genesis chapter two, it says they were both naked, the man and his wife. They were both but naked. They did not have some spiritual robe on. You can make a spiritual application and, and use an allegory with that, but they were both naked, but they didn't know that they were naked. How in the world did that happen? I believe it's because they were so God conscious. They were walking by faith that they weren't dominated by what they saw. They were seeing with their heart. They were hearing with their heart. And when they sinned, their spiritual eyes closed and their physical eyes opened. This doesn't mean that they had been walking around with their eyes closed, because in the sixth verse of Genesis chapter three, they saw that the tree was good for food. So their eyes were functional, but they weren't dominated by their eyes. They were dominated by what they were seeing in their heart. But when they sinned, their spiritual sight diminished, their physical sight began to be dominant. That's the way that all of us have been raised and we, we just think that this is real. I can't help it. This is what I see. There is so much more than what you see. And the opposite of this is over in uh, 2 Kings where Elisha and his servant were surrounded by the Syrians 
And the servant went out and saw thousands and thousands of Syrians surrounding them. And he came to Elisha and he says, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And Elisha said unto him, Fear not, those that be with us are more than those that be with them. And you know, in the natural, this wasn't true. In the natural, there was thousands and thousands of Syrians and only two of them. And so what, what happened? Elisha prayed and said, Lord, open up the young man's eyes. I can guarantee you this isn't talking about his physical eyes. This guy's physical eyes were open, looking at all of the Syrians around about them. It didn't say and open up his physical eyes. It was talking about opening up the eyes of his heart. And when he saw with his heart, he saw the, the mountains surrounding them were full of horses and chariots of fire all around them. Did you know they didn't just come when the guy's eyes were open? They were there all of the time. There are things that are true in the spiritual realm and you can't perceive them with just your little peanut brain and your physical emotions. You've got to walk by faith. And this is where people are missing it. They're praying for a healing and they're waiting until they feel it, until they see it, until they can touch it. I couldn't tell you how many times I've prayed for people and I mean, I know that they're healed. And I say, you're healed in the name of Jesus. And they'll say, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor and find out if I'm healed. <laughs> and I tell you, the spirit of slap wants to come all over me. <laughs> like what happened to you walking by faith? What happened to you believing? Some people believe that faith is just saying that something is so when it really isn't so. And if you'll say it long enough, then it'll become so. That's not faith. Faith is saying what is reality. It's just not a physical reality. It's a spiritual reality, but it's real. And you say it and you act it and you believe it. And if you believe with all of your heart, you get the spirit and the soul together. Well, then it's just impossible for the body not to manifest what is true in the spiritual realm. But brothers and sisters, we've got to start walking by faith and seeing these things, seeing who you are in Christ, that God never leaves you. If I had time, I was going to go to Luke chapter 24 and show you that the two disciples on resurrection morning walked to Emmaus. Jesus walked with them for seven miles. That takes approximately an hour and a half to two hours. An hour and a half, two hours. Two of his disciples walked with him and didn't recognize him because he was spiritual and they were carnal. And God is walking with every one of you, but many of you don't perceive it because you're carnal. I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm just saying this is what the problem is. We have been trained to live out of our emotions, out of what we see, and you aren't going to contact that way. You know, if God wanted to, he could manifest himself physically here today. Jesus could walk into here. We could see angels flying through here. We could see things. God can do all of that. He could have a bird come sit on your shoulder every morning and talk to you. He used a donkey to talk to Balaam. A bird could come and tell you things. God could do physical things. And there are some times that things like that will happen. But Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. God wants you to know him by faith. He wants you to start walking in the spirit. It's not that he doesn't care about you, but rather than just coming down and meeting you on this 
low level of just emotion and physical insight. He's trying to bring you up and he's given you the ability now to know him by the spirit. It says the spirit man uh, has been given this unction from God and you know all things. We just aren't using what we've got. So the point I'm trying to get across is that everything I was saying about who you are in Christ is true, but you're going to have to start perceiving it by the Spirit. You can't just depend upon your feelings. God wants you to start knowing Him through the Spirit. And if you will do that, it'll change your life. When the Lord showed me this from Luke chapter 24, I tell you, it became so real to me that I've got pictures all over the place of those two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And I, I look at those things and I, I remind myself that God, you're with me at all times. I don't care whether I feel it or not. I know it and I believe that. And because of it, man, it has kept me through all kinds of things. And the same thing is true of every one of you. God never leaves you nor forsakes you. God is always with you. If it seems like God is a long ways off, guess who moved? It's not God. He's always with you. It's your perception. It's because you are letting your physical, you're trying to discern him in just carnal, physical ways instead of operating in faith. And you know, the strange thing is that when you get to knowing him by the spirit and functioning this way, you will see physical things. You'll see miracles happen. And there will be physical proof, but you can get to where the spirit is so real to you, you don't care about the physical. Amen. Amen. I tell you what. I feel like the majority of people did not get what I was trying to say, but for those of you who will receive it, this could really, really help you. You've got to start walking by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Jesus could, you know, if I would have been Jesus and I'd have risen from the dead, I wouldn't have appeared to Mary Magdalene first. I'd have appeared to Pilate. I'd have woke him up. I'd have shook his bed and I said, are your hands clean now, Pilate? I'd have gone and appeared to those uh, soldiers that blindfolded me and spit in my face and mocked me and slapped me and said, prophesy if you're the Christ. And I'd have prophesied. I'd have told them some things. I'd have had everybody bowing the knee. Amen. Everybody in Jerusalem saw him crucified. I'd have just hovered over Jerusalem and let everybody see me. But Jesus never appeared to a single person that wasn't already a believer. He never forced one person to accept him. You've got to accept him by faith. It's not blind faith because the Holy Spirit is bearing witness with your spirit and there's plenty of confirmation. It's not a blind faith, but nonetheless, it is a step of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And praise God, we just need to start operating by faith and receiving these things. So Father, we thank you for this and we believe, I believe, Father, that you are helping us to just focus on what your word says, to accept its report, to walk by faith, to believe what you say in your word and that, Father, this is gonna change people's lives.
I pray that people that have been walking in the flesh would walk out of here and start walking in the spirit, start knowing you by the spirit and not just by sight. And Father, I thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'd like to encourage you to call in. And I know that God is speaking to many, many people and you may have had the Lord touch you today. And if you just need somebody to touch and agree with you, the scripture says, if any two of you agree touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them of my Father. So we have these people, I mean powerful people who love God and are equipped in the Word of God. They're there to pray with you and help you. The number is 719-635-1111. That's 719-635-1111. what God is doing. We can't just thank him enough. We are so grateful. And it all started here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. On today's broadcast, you saw an excerpt from Andrew's teaching titled, Who God Is and Who We Are, recorded live from the 2019 Grace and Faith Conference in Telford, England. This four-part teaching is available in a CD or DVD album for a gift of any amount or on a USB drive for only $30. Also available is the entire 2019 Grace and Faith Conference, which includes all four of Andrew's sessions along with teachings from guest speakers Wendell Parr and Dwayne Sheriff. This conference was recorded live in Telford, England and is available in a nine-part CD or DVD album for a gift of any amount or on a USB drive for only $49. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I'd like to invite you to join with me through World Outreach. This is what we call all of our ministry outside of Colorado Springs here in our Bible college. We are reaching out all around the world and one of the ways we do this is through translations. And we now have my discipleship evangelism translated into 31 languages with more coming online. And this just cost a lot of money to do. We recently took my animated or illustrated spirit, soul, and body teaching and put in into uh, Chinese. And there's just so much more to do, but it costs money. We would like to ask you to become a part of it. Help us get the Word of God out through these translations.
Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I want to invite you to join me on September the 19th through the 21st in Woodbridge, Virginia. I'm going to be at the Hilton Memorial Chapel. We've been there many times and just always have great meetings. And this year, I'm going to have Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons with me. I promise you, these are some of the up-and-coming ministers in the body of Christ today. It's going to be a great time. Of course, we'll have Jamie with me, and we'll have Charlie and Jill LeBlanc doing praise and worship. It's just going to be a great time of ministry, of praise, uh, prayer for people. Remember, it's September the 19th through the 21st, Hilton Memorial Chapel in Woodbridge, Virginia.